The Lord is good and His mercy endures forever. You are listening to Take 5 with Alex. We've had a little bit of rain, not enough to break the drought, but every little drop helps. Just before the rain, I was out at a game farm just outside town and I'd taken some photos. The landscape was absolutely barren, brown, grey. The grass crackled if you walked on it. Last week I went there again and I could not believe the transformation after just a little bit of rain. It was green and lush and beautiful. It looked like an oasis. It, it looked like, it didn't look like the same place. That's what our lives should look like when we receive a little bit of the Holy Spirit. Joel 2 verse 28 and 29 And it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out my Spirit on all flesh. Your sons and daughters shall prophesy, your old men shall dream dreams, and your young men shall see visions. Isn't that just such a vibrant description of what happens when God pours out His Holy Spirit on us? Wouldn't it be really spectacular if we actually grabbed hold of it and acted on it? We feel warm and fuzzy for a while and then life happens and the enemy whispers to us that we are being too gullible and poof, gone. Like mist when the sun comes out. We were so on fire and we'd started to pray for the sick and we even thought we heard God speak to us. Next thing, someone tells us that we shouldn't become too radical and it's not normal or healthy. How many times haven't I heard people say that it's okay to believe in God and you have to talk about Him, but please just don't walk around with a Bible under your arm. It's not acceptable. People are going to think you're weird. Well, they probably will. But then I think Jesus was a little weird too. He never did anything according to convention. So instead, we just let our branches stay dry They could be bursting out with new life, the leaves and the flowers, but no, we just stay dead. The little buds that try to come out shrivel up and fall off. They never have a chance to show their colors. Jesus had a group of followers who went around baptizing people, healing the sick and casting out demons. Remember that Jesus' entire ministry was only three years. These people had spent less than three years learning from him. Luke 9 verse 1 and 2 And he called the twelve together and gave them power and authority over all demons and to cure diseases. And he sent them. Verse 6 And they departed and went through the villages preaching the gospel and healing everywhere. And then in the very next chapter of Luke in Luke 10 After this, the Lord appointed 72 others and sent them on ahead of him, two by two, into every town and place where he himself was about to go. And he said to them, The harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Jesus sent out people to preach his word, even though they didn't have any degrees or any formal training in theology. They had been walking with Jesus and learning from him. Isn't that what we are supposed to be doing? We should be walking through the Word and learning from Jesus every day. Plus, we have the added bonus of being able to go to church more than once a week. 
There are sermons on TV, there are podcasts, there's YouTube. So many Christian books have been written. We have access to a myriad of resources. And of course, we have access to the Father himself through Jesus. Yet we sit in the pews on a Sunday like dead people. Why are we even in church? Shouldn't we be out there gathering the harvest? Anyone who has been saved and attending church for more than three years has no reason whatsoever not to be out there doing what Jesus said. Mark 16 verse 15, And he said to them, Go into all the world and proclaim the gospel to the whole creation. Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved, but whoever does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will accompany those who believe. In my name they will cast out demons, they will speak in new tongues, they will pick up serpents with their hands, and if they drink any deadly poison it will not hurt them. They will lay their hands on the sick and they will recover. Let us receive the rain gratefully. It's free and it gives life. Let it soak in all the way down to our roots so that we can be transformed and start doing what Jesus said we must do.